Welcome to the family of the Tom Bernard Podcast with Alex Bernard Rasmussen and Andy Bernard. What do you think of that? Uh, Catherine is ill. Now, she's got a very bad cold. She's had well, it for the last few days. She FaceTimed me earlier. I was finishing my workout and she FaceTimed me and so I called her back and she said she's feeling a lot better. Good. <clears throat> but when she talks, her throat just hurts so much. Yeah. So she's like, I'm just going to uh, not really talk today and hopefully that will... Help. Yeah, take a couple of days off. She'll be fine. Yeah, no everybody's problem. just <laughs> dropping like flies. It's all true. Everybody, well, everybody is sick. The only person that's not sick is Brian at work, and I think he's in Utah, so that's probably why he's not sick. I'm not sick. <clears throat> that's right. You're not sick either. Yeah. Dan hasn't been sick. Fawn hasn't been sick. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rob. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. I woke up this morning after not sleeping all that well last night, and I thought, oh, man, I, I don't feel well enough to go in. Then I realized, read a text message, Tony Lee's out. So I had to go in. Uh, so what do you, I mean, I suppose I didn't have to, but I wasn't going to Yeah. just not show up and see what that's all about. Just Brian and Candace. <clears throat> Brian and Candace. and me. It was a good show, though. It worked out really, really well. That's good. i got to thank Zero Rest, too. They wrote a spot that was so nice, it was unbelievable. That's good. It's very calm. They're named one of their trucks after me, in my honor. Oh, really? Very sweet. Oh, funny. I got it. I've actually been thinking, I'm like, i got to get them over to my house. It's been a while since we've had our carpets cleaned. Yep, they do a good job. There's no question about that. Now, i got to ask the two of you a question, because we got a guest in about, what, five minutes, Andy? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Ex-Mayo Nurses Real Estate Empire was a fraud. Matthew Onofrio's jump from nurse anesthetist at the Mayo Clinic to boasting hundreds of millions of dollars in sudden wealth through real estate deals became a fantastical success story that attracted a wide audience online. Wouldn't it be pretty easy to disprove this story? You would think, but... Hundreds of millions of dollars is pretty hard to hide, isn't it? Dan's told me about this person. Oh, really? Like, at some point he mentioned, he was like, yeah, there's this guy on social media, and he now, like, tells people how to invest in real estate, and he was a nurse at the Mayo, and Mm. yeah, but it's all fake? All of it is fake. Matt Onofrio appeared uh, on several YouTube videos and podcasts to discuss his real estate successes before he was indicted for alleged bank fraud. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was real, but it was bank fraud. (laughs) Yeah. Here's one of his posts on social media on YouTube. 125 million overnight. Oh my. Okay. That's (laughs) so obviously a scam. It's sad that anyone believed it. Well, how about that other puke with that? What was his name? Sam Bitsman. What's his name? Yeah, something like that. Sam something. Anyway. Friedman, maybe. Wasn't he supposed to be worth several hundred million, billions of dollars? And well, he was, but it's just because he stole it. But he. Now he doesn't have any money. Well, yeah, that's because they found out he stole it. But did they get their money back? I doubt any of the investors did. Jesus. Investing's turned into a whole different deal. A whole different deal. Well, with crypto, it's really like... I mean, so the thing about the crypto banking thing is imagine if some guy was like, okay, I started a website... I'm not accredited or anything, but I have a website where you give me your money and I'll hold on to it for you. Yeah, wait. Would you think that's a good idea? Probably not. But that is exactly what these crypto exchanges are. Some guy just said, give me your crypto. I'll hold on to it for you. I won't steal it. I promise. One thing I will tell you, because you know I've been through it myself, is never trust anybody with your money. It's not a good idea no. unless they're totally accredited and can actually prove what they're doing. In other words, and the problem with that is, of course, corporate America is so corrupt now. I don't know what to do about that either. Yeah, I mean, everybody's so corrupt. People have no problem stealing money from other people. I don't. You don't steal Not money? At all. I, no, I don't have, oh, you don't have any problem. I'm constantly stealing people's <laughs> Easy money. Easy as hell. Yeah, it's great. I'm stealing every dime <laughs> I can get in my hands. No, it just amazes me. And the amazing thing about it is, with some of the filthy lawyers that are out there, you're never getting that money back. Because they'll just roll over on you if they get a payday, so they don't care either. Well, and a lot of the time, it's like the money's gone. Yeah, and a lot of times the money's gone. You're not getting it back. Here, speaking of bad lawyers, here he comes down. There he is. Now we're just talking about, yes, exactly. Uh, we're just talking about this uh, young guy was a was a nurse down at the Mayo Clinic, and then he said he was worth several hundred million dollars, and turns out it was a fraud, Mike. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, frauds are, are happening every day. No, so the internet has made fraud very easy. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's true. The, made that's it easier. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, these emails you get, they look real. Yeah, they do. You know? They yeah. Do. Oh, yeah. That's I always true. check the sender of an email before I click. Even yeah. if it's like, you know, an email I'm expecting from, like, you know, Target or something, I always check the sender. Or because you can that's it. what's the, well, tell, the telltale thing. And then every once in a while, you get somebody who seems to be clueless about fraud, and they'll send you the most, like, yep. spamish looking thing in the world and expect you to open it up. Yeah. So. Or you can be like me, that's just so deeply millennial that I'm like, email? Check it very rarely. <laughs> 
Yeah, we were like 125 Ooh. emails right now that I have not opened. Oh, I have, oh God, that would kill me. I had thousands until I just went into my e- inbox and hit delete all. No, oh, yeah, that's like, whatever. Nice just, just, yeah, I don't Gmail live in a world where I can delete all, all my just emails. Just salt the yes, earth. Yes. I don't give a crap. Yeah. So, but we were watching a show the other or yesterday, and well, it might have been a movie. I don't remember, but one of the main characters said something about an email chain, a forward chain. Oh, God. And I was like, wow, remember oh those? Oh, my God. Yeah. Or you'll get five years bad thing. luck. Yeah. <laughs> when you get if you don't forward this email to five yeah. people, then you'll never kiss your crush or whatever. Yes. Although, I left my phone in an Uber in New York City on Saturday morning. Oh, huh. no. That was not good. No, I was no. thinking of you because I did something yesterday. Out oh, I the, heard you almost, yeah. <clears throat> out at the orchard. I didn't tell you guys about this. Remember when I asked where the bathroom was? Yeah. Yeah. So I went out to the porta potty and I thought, well, it's a good time to check the Viking score because I watched the first it's half. It's never a good there. time to grab your phone when you're a urinal. In a porta Stop potty. it. Yeah, I wasn't at a urinal. I, was I don't over care. The porta potty. Yeah, it's safe. That's even don't worse. Don't pull out your phone when you're in a porta potty. Never. Never. Unless you're taking or pictures of stuff you shouldn't all. be taking pictures of. It slipped, and I it, I literally just caught it oh. before it went into oh, the toilet. Oh, dear yeah, I never Lord. take my phone out in those things. No have, way. No never way. again. I have a friend that dropped hers in one of those at a um, Do not music try festival to get it. once. And if you've ever seen a, probably none of you have, but... Music festival porta potties first day. Oh, they gotta be cruel. Immaculate. Yeah. They're fantastic because they've never been used. Right. Last day, oh. it's like you got maybe four inches every, until it's at every the top. form of <laughs> every form of uh, yeah. liquid's been in there. Yeah. They don't they don't yeah. clean them throughout. It's just like, well, let's just fill her up and yeah. then we'll I ship them out. I know a lawyer who likes to put her uh, phone in her back pocket mm-hmm. and she routine, routinely drops it in the toilet. There that happened go. to yeah. me once before because it's like when you're pushing it down, it slides out of your pocket oh, and yeah. into the toilet. It happened to me and yeah. like we have eight phones. Yeah. Robert on the phone. Robert's ready to go. Robert, we got nothing but problems here. You need to save our day. Oh yeah. What do I... Well, the problem what with the, the, problem? the problem I had is uh, we went to a to a hayride and to meet Santa with the grandkids, and I watched the first half of the Minnesota Viking football game. Went into the porta potty to you know just pee, and I took my phone out to check the score. It almost it almost ended up in that porta potty. It was very close, Robert. You lead an exciting life. <laughs> okay. Kind of a, yeah, that, that's about as exciting as it ever gets for me, Robert. That's about it right there. So, you know. But uh, I would advise everyone do not let your phone get anywhere near a porta potty. And not don't leave idea. it in an Uber. Yeah. And don't leave it in an Uber. Or in or New York the, City. Or in the bathroom at the Las Vegas airport. Because mm. I've done that too. <laughs> Robert Kreese with us, ladies and gentlemen, the book, The Leak, Politics, Activists, Loss of Trust at Brookhaven National Laboratory, How the Discovery of a Harmless Leak of Radiation Sparked a Media Firestorm, Political Grandstanding, and Fear-Mongering that Closed a Vital Scientific Facility. Robert, is there anything such as non-political grandstanding or political non-grandstanding? That's all they do is grandstand. Yeah, I don't know, but it certainly certainly happened here. so is the idea that the leak wasn't that bad? Yeah, first of all, the, you know, the, the leak was very, uh, the, the, the leak was of a, a kind of radiation that can be stopped by a single piece of paper. Um, and it, it decays very quickly. So alpha, and it then. also, 
it, it didn't have, it leaked from the reactor. It leaked from a, a pool, a spent fuel pool nearby, mm. and yet it caused you know the, the this this dropping into a hypersensitive environment. It called this this huge media political activist firestorm that eventually closed the facility. That is what an amazing. How did you find out about this, Robert? Well, actually, I was there. Oh, um, I there was, you I go. Finished, yeah, I was just finishing a book on the labs, uh, the history of the, the first 25 years of the lab. You know, it's a very significant laboratory. It was the, one of the first national laboratories. So I was just finishing this book, and this, this kind of media political explosion happened. And, and for, you know, for a little bit, I thought of writing a book about it, but I thought nobody would believe it. You know, people, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, politicians listening to celebrities and, and not listening to scientists, mm. you know, people dressing up in these wild, uh, uh, wild um, protests against the media. I thought no one would believe it. But 25 years later, I thought, ah, this is a great story. Hmm. Robert, what is this all about? How, who benefited from this story? Um, that's I think the the chief benefit of uh, chief people benefit was were anti nuclear activists. Okay, okay. Is, there you go. You no, know, near a uh, and and there was a slight <coughs> bit of uh, you know celebrity self promotion too. But but you know nuclear activists had closed one power reactor on Long Island. And uh, then the, uh, you know, here was another one. Now, I, I have to say I, uh, that, that, that there's, there's a big difference between power reactors, um, which are used for, you know, to generate electricity and which are large, and research reactors that scientists use, which by comparison are small, you know, they're, they're, they're not, um, they're, they're like uh, a tenth the size or more than that, a thirtieth the size, and they're used for scientific research. So, so, uh, uh, big difference. So I, I don't want to get into your, you know, too deep into your book, but, but like, what did we lose out on by this happening? Well, this, uh, as I said, this reactor is used for science, you know, and there's no, it's, it's not the kind of science that, that gets into on the headlines of the media, you know, there's no God particle that it discovers or, or Higgs boson, um, but it does bread and butter science, you know, re reactors, study the structure of metals, they study the, 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 the structure, structure of, of plants and so forth, and they create medical isotopes, you know, the kind of, of medical isotopes that I'm sure you, you've used and most other people have used to, to diagnose and treat uh, mm -hmm. uh, cancer and other illnesses. Hmm. What an amazing story this is. So, so why, Robert, did this happen? What, what was the big firestorm about? Well, it's a combination of factors. I sort of think of it as the perfect storm. I mean, you have scientists who are kind of nerdy, not really, you know, they, they speak in error bars and very cautiously, they can't communicate very well. And then you have activists who are just looking for something wrong at a reactor to jump on. Mm -hmm. And then you have students who are, um, do, who have, uh, you know, want credentials. I mean, one of the senators was running for Republican senators, didn't have any environmental credentials and thought, ah, I can get them this way. Um, then there are Department of Energy officials who are sensitive to, to the politicians, and all these things happened um, at the same time. So, you know, that's what intrigued me about the story. It was so, like, how close was this to like other things going on, like uh, Chernobyl or, you know, other I issues where it was in the media? 
Well, that's an interesting question because it, you know, had to do with a uh, a leak near a reactor. It wasn't in the reactor, but near. But the uh, anti-nuclear activists saw a chance to sort of compare it to Chernobyl, mm-hmm. to Three Island, and there were headlines in the newspapers uh, about, oh, is this Long Island's Chernobyl, or is this is Three Mile Island? So it, it, the problem is that all these things get uh, get squeezed together. You know, the uh, the the notion of a reactor gets squeezed together with these larger power reactors, even though they're quite different. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Three Mile Island, because I was born in 1986, so Three Mile Island happened, like, about 10 years earlier. And I remember right. when I was a kid, anytime anything nuclear came up, it was always, oh, this is going to be just like Three Mile Island. It's another Three Mile Island. So when I was growing up, I always assumed that Three Mile Island was some mass casualty event that, you know, killed hundreds of people, maybe thousands. It wasn't until much later that I learned it actually killed zero people. Well, I think it killed. Uh, I think one person was killed in the flight away from it in a car accident. Oh, well, there, there you, you go. go. But but that's that's the point. It becomes a, reactors become a meme, yep. even though applied to many different things. This whole thing just amazes me, Robert. Because excuse me, <clears throat> I've got a bit a little bit of a cold, Robert. So once in a while, I. I don't know. I've had it for two weeks, Robert. I'm getting sick of, sick to death of it, but I'll I'll slog through. I'll I'll fight through. Um, who? Where was the money in all of this? I, I, everything I look at now, I, I try to find where did the money flow to or from. Was there? Was there? It had to be money involved for people to get this whipped up. I'm not sure. That's interesting. This may be a controversy where the the amount of money was very low. I mean, the the Department of Energy pays. Uh, $400 million to, to maintain the, la- the the laboratory. And so part of it was what the, the part of the protest was perhaps we should shut down the entire laboratory. But, um, you know, the I think it's more that the, the anti-nuclear activism was uh, was involved and that that, you know, didn't uh, that, that, that there wasn't a lot of money in that. Well, except for the, the politician, of course, that that's how politicians get their money is, you know, grandstanding <clears throat> like that. Yeah, but I think that one lost. That, yeah. That's true. The, the, the uh, major politician of the senator was Senator Alphonse D'Amato, Republican, conservative, mm-hmm. and he, he had zero environmental credentials. And I mean that literally. I mean, the League of Conservation Voters ranked him zero percent. Um, and he, so he stood to gain from, from uh, talking loudly and publicly about this. So just so he could be more famous is why he did it. Is that right? Well, to win the next election. Yeah. He, he just, he just squeaked by the last election, and the next election he would be running against a guy named Charles Schumer. Yep. So uh, he knew that was going to be tight. What an amazing story that you know! It, it just carries over to today, doesn't it, Robert? I mean, all the things that happened throughout history, uh, and this, of course, uh, not that long ago. But it, it just amazes me how all of these things affect our lives every day because of the people at the top of our political system. Oh yeah, this was the canary in the coal mine yeah. that uh, you know, told us about what was going to happen um, 25 years later. And you know, the the point of it is that the 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 the, the point of writing the story, I think, is that is this the way we want government decisions about our health and environment to be made? And this is a picture of you know how not to make it. And you know, ought to drive us to inspire us to look into some other way. God, it's so. What an amazing situation this has gotten to be. That people, do people, 
innately do, do people just want to battle with one another is that part of the deal i know i know that you know power is out there and money's out there and positions out there but it seems to me that people just love to take an opposing view no matter what you're talking about is that true of human beings you think um, that's a pretty deep question. I don't. I mean, I'm a professional philosopher, but I have no idea how to answer that. You certainly get in the headlines when you when there's a, a, a sharp conflict. I mean, you should know that journalists write that the bigger the conflict, the more interesting it is. Yeah, yeah, no question about that. It just there, there's so much of it now, and I, what I, Robert, I'm going a little down a side road here, but it just fascinates me to watch. No matter which channel I'm watching the news at night. Uh, it doesn't matter to me because I'm pretty much a centrist because they all seem like they're crazy to me. They make these these points on the far right and the far left and the, oh, my God, we've got a huge battle. No, we don't have a huge battle in front of us. Calm down, right? Calm would be good, don't you think? Oh, yeah, but calm, um, calm isn't very newsworthy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make stories. I think that's wonderful. So how did this all end up, Robert? Well, the uh, react research reactor at the laboratory was closed permanently, which means a shortage of, abil of America's ability to do certain kinds of research and a shortage of medical isotopes and so forth. The laboratory continued, but, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of um, bad feelings at the laboratory about uh, what happened. This is amazing. Brookhaven was and is a world-class Nobel Prize winning lab, and its reactor was the cornerstone of U.S. material science and one of the world's finest research facilities. The leak, harmless to health, came from a storage pool rather than the reactor. So none of this should have happened, it seems like. Is that not correct, Robert? The reaction to it, I mean? Um, yeah, it's true. The, the, uh, it's the same thing that's happening today. How how um, how come people don't listen to scientific experts and and how come people don't trust scientific studies and that's the issue posed by this and if they don't then uh, then uh, it, our health and environment are threatened. Did did nuclear have? the same group of like both sides experts the way like we have with i don't know covid or the vaccine you know where you have people claiming they're experts on both sides did did nuclear have that at the time it's more like uh the scientists had uh spoken more cautious terms and and just weren't as um uh weren't as as uh, attractive to the media i mean i, I okay. was at one meeting where the um, uh, scientists were speaking about the, uh, you know, the data about the, the health risk and the data about the amount of radiation involved, and was speaking very carefully, and an activist came into the room dressed as a mushroom cloud, stood on the table, and started screaming. Wow. Well, guess who got on news? Guess who got on the newspaper that evening? Guess oh, who got yeah. on the, the, the TV that evening? Hmm. Does not surprise me in the least. As a matter of fact, I, I just. Um... Robert, you know, I'm reading that Robert P. Kreese is a professor and chair of the Department of Philosophy at Stone, uh, Stony Brook University, where he has taught for more than three decades. How about, are we ever going to get to back to the philosophy of hoping good things happen to other people, or is that never coming back? It's going to be a long time. 
<laughs> well, thanks, Robert. I feel much better now. How it, It's got to be tough to be a philosopher right now. I mean, the head of the Department of Philosophy at Stony Brook University, the chair. It's got to be a little difficult right now just watching the – do you watch – I assume you watch the news every night. You must shake your head when you watch the news. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I can't explain it. I used to be able to explain the, to, to think I explained the news uh, very well, but I can't explain it anymore. <laughs> Well, it's impossible. You're absolutely right about this. So where do we head from I mean, here? I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Oh, no, I just wanted to, to say why, as a philosopher, I'm interested in this. I mean, I'm interested in the question of, of scientific authority. When do people listen to scientists? When do they not listen to scientists? When do they distrust scientists? If they distrust them, how do, um, how do uh, scientists regain that, that trust? And it's a, it's a question that was uh, important then, and it's important now. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. <laughs> we better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Are we ever going to come to a, a kind of middling area again, or is it going to be just extremes on both sides of it? It seems like every issue now, uh, and, and I'm, this is kind of a, a small example, but I would imagine a little crazy to a philosopher, that uh, Seattle, Washington uh, has asked people to take down their Christmas decorations because they're uh, offensive. Now, I grew up again, I grew up a Catholic, but uh, I grew up in a neighborhood with uh, uh, people celebrating Kwanzaa right down the block, people celebrating Hanukkah. We had all kinds of celebrations going on, and we joined in them together. What happened to that togetherness is what I'd like to know. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not sure I can I, I can figure that out. I mean, I'm a, I'm a philosopher, not a prophet. I can, I'm, I'm better at that. What, what's going wrong than, than how do we get out of this? But it, but finding out what's going wrong is how you get out of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. It's the first step. It is the first step. Are you happy? Robert, in a way, it seems a little bit of a tone in your voice. You're like, I wonder if I should have become a professor of philosophy. Are you, you shouldn't look back and doubt it, but do you ever look back and go, my God, what did I get involved in? No, I think I, I can't imagine myself doing anything different. Good. Good. I mean, you look. You deal with big questions every day. Yeah. You see them all around. True. That does kind of sound funny, though, to think real hard about being a philosopher. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose that, is, that probably is true. Being a meta-philosopher? <laughs> yes, a meta-philosopher. So, Robert, what do we do with this whole situation? Uh, this uh, I, I, Again, why are we ever going to be able to get to a point where we at least trust the people in charge of anything? Because it seems to me that people took advantage of this more than they tried to solve the problem. Is that not correct? Oh, yeah, it, it is true. I mean, and, and I, I, I wrote the book because the, the, the point of the book, I think, is, is to force us to ask the question, as I said, is this the way we want decisions to right. uh, about our health and to, to be made? And so and that's that's the I mean, you ask, how do we get out of this? I think if we tell enough of these stories about cases where things went right and cases where things went wrong and, and damaged us. If we tell enough of these stories, then, then maybe we will start to move out of, out of where we are. See, that's all I wanted to hear, Robert, is that there may be an escape to all of this. That would be wonderful. I, I, you know, particularly this time of the year, this is a family podcast. My wife is ill, unfortunately. She's not here today, but Catherine uh, and I uh, are on the show. Our son Andy is on the show. Our daughter Alex is on the show. Our friend Michael Bryant's on the show with us. This is a family thing. And most people go, well, God, you have a family deal. Well, it's because... We love one another. We want to be around one another. Uh, there are three generations of our family now, and I don't know if there's a family in the world that's any closer than we are. We are a very loving family. Um, I just, I'm very happy, you know, surrounding myself with people that I love. So surround yourself with people that you love, that you like, and can at least tolerate. There you got three steps to surround yourself with people who won't drive you crazy, right? Yep. It's true. Robert, yep. thank you so much for your time. Thanks, sir. Robert. The book is everywhere, correct? I hope so. It is indeed. Robert Kreese, that's C-R-E-A-S-E. I'm spelling his name. Don't talk over me ever Sorry. again. <laughs> uh, Robert Kreese, C-R-E-A-S-E. Robert, thanks Thanks a lot. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Now, it just it does amaze me, though, that, that you look at all this. Uh, did you, guys, you guys did hear about Seattle, right? No, no. You were, I just heard well, you say that. So now. is it is it all decorations or like nativity no, scenes? So anything to do with That's, Christmas? They just said Christmas well, decorations. Yeah, Seattle. So who who you said who's that. they? Who said it? Yeah, who is I, they? Well, look, Andy, yeah. did you find the story for me? I can try. I'd love to, but there. don't have a vote. <laughs> yeah, my phone's in the toilet. I would have pulled hey, it up. Look, hey, look at all up. I would have read this story. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it was in Seattle, Washington, and they, they literally, the story that I read talked at great length about the fact that Christmas decorations are offensive. Probably to some people, but so what? But why are they offended I mean, by them? Christmas music is offensive to me sometimes too early, but that doesn't... Well, too early. You know, I'm not going to yell about it. But why would you be offended by Kwanzaa or or Hanukkah? Or... Maybe they are. I don't... Who's the... I'm waiting to hear who's, who the weed is. they are. If they're all against all lights, then they're, they're against everything. What'd you find, Andy? Nothing. Well, there's a story I know out there somewhere, because I read it. It was in... I, I mean, if Seth found it, it, it probably shouldn't be that No, no, hard. no, I found oh. it. Oh, you found it. I found, I, no, I didn't find it now, but I read the story personally myself. Well, I know you read it. And I was trying so. to think of where I did see it, because mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think, I think they decided since you're taking pictures with Santa Claus, they're done. We're out. I yep. thought it was <laughs> yeah. Christmas has peaked. We can't beat that. Christmas has peaked? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, it was kind of interesting that to, the fact that Santa and the owner of the orchard, Harley, <laughs> Teresa and Harley. Harvey. Uh, yeah, I start calling them Harvey just to piss them off. But uh, I got the look from the grandkids like, well, we came here to take a picture with Santa. 
why does Santa want a picture with you? I thought it was very funny. But it turned out Santa and Harley were both big fans of the KQ Morning Show, so that was nice. For which Santa it was. He was Santa. What do you mean, I which? I, I, I know like three of them. We, like, so. walk, up, we walk up and Fawn's like, that's just a guy in a costume. <laughs> <laughs> was like, he was yeah. a great Santa. And he was a great Santa. But I mean, and Fawn's like, Santa's beard, have a real beard is longer. Was yeah, it real? Real, real beard. Yeah. Okay. I, fake beard Santa's, God love you, but not for me. Doesn't work as well for no, you. No, it's it just, just like, work. it's very obvious. And like, I don't know, even a, I mean, Fawn at four, a fake beard Santa, she was like, it's not a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she yeah. knew right away. Yes. I suppose that'll happen. Um, Andy, what did you find out about Kostaki? Is he going to be with us today? Uh, she says she, he should, yeah. Oh, good. I'm yes. glad to hear that. I am glad yeah. to Anything hear on that. that story? No. Not, I guess Nothing? it wasn't wasn't the Maybe proclamation they... from Seattle. Yeah. It well, wasn't the mayor. I saw it in the national news. I don't know what to tell you. Well, but I just still want to know who it was. I'm trying to track yeah. it down. Uh, well, it made the national news, so why does it matter who it was? It wouldn't matter who it is. If it's a group yeah, of atheists they, saying it, yes. if it's the mayor like, saying it. If people it's, made a Facebook group. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's it could be a group of atheists saying yeah, it. It's, you know? yeah, it w- yeah, if it's the governor, that yeah. would be different yeah. than, yeah. like... I, I think I saw it on CNN, but I don't, I'm not sure about that. I think that's where it popped up. Because I, unlike some people, I can tolerate both sides. I can read uh, both Fox and Except CNN. Except if I, I read you something from CNN, it's like, where's that from? CNN. Well, that's landed. Like, yeah, that's okay. right. Or Fox, either one. <laughs> no, but I'm just CNN or pointing Fox. out what happens in our phone calls. That's Jesus all. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, honestly, it's what well, it's true. If it's on Fox or CNN, it's not true. How oh, about yeah, that? Yeah, that is true. Let's just go that way. I don't believe anything from either. Tomorrow's the yeah. big uh, election in Georgia tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's... Uh, Warnick and, uh, and, and Walker. And, and Walker. How do you make a choice there? This Warnick like wins by six. Six percent? Yeah. I doubt it. People are not going to show up just to vote for Walker. They vote. They showed up for the governor, but they're not going to show up. They, what happened in the in the general was they were showing up for the governor, and they voted for Walker as part of it. They're not going to show up just for him. How do you make a choice if you're if you're an ethical person? How do you choose either one of those guys? You gotta. Or just not vote at all. Well, or just not vote at all, I suppose. But so. I just, neither one of them is very ethical. Mm. Well, they're just not. Well, I mean, one uh, has been One's been a decent senator. Warnick's been a decent senator. What has he done? He's do- he's been involved in a number of things that have taken place. Like what? Uh, well, let's let's go through the latest things that he's done. He worked on the educational bill. He worked on, uh, um, he worked on some stuff with COVID. He worked on. Like what? Uh, well, when they were, they were. Going through what the plans were as far as what they're going to do and how they're going to try to deal with stuff in the future, I I think the Senate's done a decent job with that. Does he so, run over his wife anymore with his car? No, uh, no, uh, not not since he's been a senator. Don't roll your eyes because oh. he did try to run over, or he actually did run over his wife with his car. Not since he's been a senator. It doesn't matter. He still he's been did a good it. senator. Yeah, but he ran over his wife. Why would you vote well, for somebody like that? Don't vote for him. You're that's, not in Georgia, so saying. why are you worked up about I this? I just, there's nobody to choose between the two of these guys. I think Warnick's been a decent center. But, whatever. That's all I'm saying. That's the amazing thing about people who lock into one party. You I'm just not locked know, into one party. Oh, the if, hell you're not. If it, if it was an election where I thought the guy was a good senator and he was a Republican, I'd say that. I thought I think the governor of Georgia's done a good job. And he ran against Stacey Abrams. So, you know. Oh, that, oh that's right, Stacey Abrams. Abrams, yeah, she lost again for I know, governor. I know. Yeah. That's because she's a massive pain in the ass. Is that why she lost? 
Hmm. I'm, for whatever reason, has been really good about turning out the votes, but not really good about turning out votes for herself. So oh, I don't really know enough about what happens there. Georgia is a tough. It's a weird state. Yeah, I, I understand that. I think you're, you are right. But about my belief that. is is that people will not show up just to vote for Walker, and he's going to lose a lot of votes he got. So, mm, yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I I would keep it. Like I said, I I would have a hard time voting for either one of them. Uh, I've only met one. I met Herschel. You Walker met Herschel. Herschel. I remember the day he got traded from the Vikings, and you went to the. Your dad drove to the press conference because he was so excited about what was going to happen with the Vikings, and they were going to the Super Bowl. I thought maybe maybe we could be good for once, yeah. but I, I guess not. I remember you were really excited about that trade. Well, he was a hell of a. Talent. It was just you. No one else was. It was just it you. It was just me. You're absolutely <laughs> you right. You and Jeff. Diamond. That was Mike Lynn's fault. <laughs> oh, that's right, Mike Lynn. That, that was, was Mike Lynn's Island. fault. That's yeah. exactly the last that time was. you were ever. Optimistic. <coughs> well, Let's see. I tell you what. I don't know if you guys looked at this, but I found about five stories about offensive Christmas decorations. In in there's one in Texas, two in many two Minneapolis. Well, officers. I can believe there's an offensive Christmas decoration in Texas. That would shock me. There's probably an offensive everything in Texas yeah. at some point. <laughs> two <laughs> Minneapolis police officers were put on leave after decorating. That's the old. Precinct. That's a real old story. That. Which that's what they put the garbage can. You're such a goddamn lawyer. You never let anybody finish talking. Stop that. Order in the court. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. I gotta make up for Tony not being there today. Yeah, Tony was sick. He was. I know. But he didn't talk at all. Yeah, so I thought he talked a lot. Mr. Bryant, one more outburst, and I'll find you in contempt of exactly. podcast. Exactly. I love that. Um, oh, the two the Minneapolis cops were put on leave after they decorated the tree in a in a racist manner. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. That was Tony Boza. They put... Oh, that was they, Tony Boza? They put like... No, I'm I'm just saying that's all. It was like this. Takis bags Yeah, or they something. put Takis bags and, and oh, beer cans right. and cigarettes, I think. It, it was just like a bunch of trash. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't racist, but people were like, oh, Takis, they must mean black people. Yeah. Well, well I think really? Hispanic people, but... Whatever it is. I don't okay. know who eats Takis. I've never eaten a Taki before. What are they like? <laughs> They're hot, um, like, hot... Um, uh, Fritos. Hot Fritos, huh? Oh, that's what they are? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Sounds like they'd make me sick. It's, uh, Melissa found the stories on Fox News. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. The opposite says, of CNN. It's not also just Christmas want bureaucrats want to cancel. They're taking aim at Hanukkah and other holidays. Oh, Hanukkah. Um, the Grinch's appetite to devour Christmas remains so unsatiated, he is now turning his joy-sucking efforts towards Hanukkah and other face holiday <laughs> observances. <laughs> Uh, King County, Washington, where Seattle sits, is banning its employees from displaying any symbols of Christmas or Hanukkah when working from home, according to a recent article. So they're not banning businesses from having holiday decorations. They're not allowing employees. You can't display them on your Zoom call, basically. To have them on your Zoom call. Well, no, this was also about decorations on houses. Yeah, you can't have your decorations in your house on Zoom calls. If you're working outside the house. No, well... I think so. I don't know what that. Well, I'm sorry. I read the story and I don't know what happened to it, but it, I, I did read it because people have lost their minds. Also, Kostaki may be running a bit behind. He always is. He's always got some lame excuse. There's no question about it. I just uh, let me ask you a question now. This is the direct question for Michael Bryant. Okay. Just give me a, a hands up when I can start talking. As soon as I'm done. See how I let you finish and then Whistle. I started talking? Whistle. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. No, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Yeah, just for me. 
butt out. <laughs> That's all I have to say. That's what the hell was I just going to ask you? I don't know. Maybe I'll think of it. That's the other thing, honest to God. <clears throat> whatever is in that day quill or whatever, I'm never taking that stuff again. My memory is horrible. I'm thinking, uh, talking to somebody yesterday about, oh, my favorite singer of all time. That was you, I think. Me. You were like, who sang Chances Are? And I, I was like. I couldn't remember his name. I can't think of. I have a terrible memory in general. Uh, yeah. so I, Chances are, I wonder. Is, um, no, Dad looked it up. Do you remember who it was? Uh, yes, I do. See, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you were like, it was blah, blah, blah. Well, isn't it, I already isn't lost it. it. Um, oh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, Johnny Mathis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny but I Mathis. couldn't remember. He's my favorite singer of all time. Is he really? And I do oh, that I all the time. love his yeah, singing. He I once, so I lived with Alan for how long? Two years? Yeah. I, when, like, near the end, the last couple of months... I was introducing him to someone, and I forgot his name. Okay. Huh. Alan? The oh, name there... of the guy I lived with for two years, and I was like, I don't know your name I anymore. I have other, I have two very concerning circumstances where, Andy, I'm a little worried for your memory of names. So I have a friend, Chloe, who I have been friends with since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. We danced together. I hung out with her all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to talk about her one time when it's like, oh, you know, your one friend. And I'm like, who are you talking about? Because I'm a very social person. I have a lot. And he was like explaining to her, I was like, Chloe? Yeah, her. <laughs> like, she's been around for 25 well, years or something. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Always been like that. Yeah. And then another time I had my college boyfriend and I had broken up. And like a year later, he went, Andy went to a Samsung he, store. He said he, did you forget his he, name Andy. there for a second? No, I meant me. okay. hey, This guy. <laughs> yeah, went this to a guy. Samsung store to get a new phone. And then he was like, oh, yeah, that Guy that you dated. Mm-hmm. I dated him for a year and a half. Well, should he remember old guys? But I just mean like. How many out guys of sight, did, out did of you mind. date? Lots I remember. Of guys? I remember every. No, not really. I mean, okay. I had an average amount of boyfriends, but like I remember <laughs> every single one of Andy's girlfriends' names. All Do you one. Every single one. Yeah, or like people that you dated or were like hanging out with. You know, I remember mm. all of them. Hmm. Not that there were like. Well, it's because a ton. it's an unusual there like, circumstance. There were like five. You're like whoa, what the hell's going on? Five. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It... Yeah, if you total all of them yeah. up. Yeah. So to show you how the uh, the uh, whole thing's going with the medication and all that, it's time for the... Medication. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the traffic with Catherine. <laughs> with, oh, you said Catherine? Did I you call Candace Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. No. Like, oh, oh, my God. It's like, wow. Jesus. Oh, I call Candace Cassie 80% of the time. <laughs> I'm like, Cassie on the morning show. And I'm like, that's not right. Although Cassie's never worked on the morning show. No, but no, I'm like, I'm so not. used to talking about Cassie yeah. on mm-hmm. this show, and she's involved, more involved in yeah. my life than Candace is. That's but Candace true. has been around for a very long time. Yeah. But I can't constantly, I'm like, Cassie, that does the traffic. Like, that's not the right You name. know, that whole deal. <laughs> um, IBS. Anybody in the room ever had, uh, in, what is it? Who irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, that's true. I know yeah. someone that and has. You've had it? Don't be pointing at me. <laughs> oh, I have it, and I well, always will. IBS is basically you have stomach problems. We don't know why yeah, you have pretty IBS. Much. Yeah, it's like it's colitis, a non-diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, well, but colitis is a little bit more specific. Colitis can be diagnosed and treated. Yes, whereas IBS, IBS is just is like, like yeah, we don't know. We tried. Sorry. Yeah. Well, a theory has been published by the American Journal of Gastroenterology that says IBS is caused by a gravity intolerance. Hmm. What does that even mean? You're trying to float to the moon? (laughs) I guess. What does that mean? Uh, If something doesn't agree with you, you may exhibit intolerance, especially when it comes to your gut. 
Lactose intolerance, gluten intolerance, and food sensitivity can cause irritable bowel syndrome. But according to new research, IBS may be triggered by another kind of intolerance, gravity intolerance. Okay. As it describes how the intestines, spine, heart, nerves, and brain have evolved to manage gravity, our stomach has not. Huh. Is that because it floats? That doesn't make sense. Well, your stomach does float in your body. Right. Isn't there an issue with astronauts in their stomach? I think so. I well, think yeah, when you go into space, happens. you yeah. can't eat normally because your stomach needs gravity to work. It goes down. Right. Whereas with, if you're in space, yeah, if you eat certain things, of... it just floats back up yeah. out of your esophagus, and that's very unpleasant. No, thank you. Yeah. I have a question. So if you stood on your head and ate, you'd probably vomit. Most likely, yes. Yeah. Well, that's like that when, you're, when you're pregnant, you have less room for everything. It's all being squished, and so a lot of the times oh, that's why people, sure. pregnant people have acid reflux because hmm. it's all kind yep. of being pushed out. It's like nowhere to go. Yep. Hmm. As what Andy, Melissa. This is what Andy just said. Our body systems are constantly so, pulled downward. If these systems cannot manage the drag of gra- gravity, then it can cause issues, pain, cramping, lightheadedness, sweating, rapid heartbeat, back issues, and bacterial overgrowth in the gut. That all sounds so, like vagus nerve impingement. It does. Vagus nerve is what connects your... Yeah, it's the yeah. blood flow. It does right? all that crap, yeah. So oh what? How, how do they solve this problem? They don't have a solution yet. Well, of course not. I will say... swallowing weights. I will say, that stomach down. Yeah. Andy, having a gravity intolerance is the most Andy thing I've ever heard. I'm allergic to gravity. That, he is the target market for that. And he's allergic to gravity. <laughs> well, Minnesota is actually relatively high up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so we're not spinning as... That's, well, so okay. our gravity, yeah. The, high, the farther away from the center of the Earth you go, the lower the gravity. So yep. I read... Fawn loves space stuff, and so we have all these space books. And, like, reading about it, it kind of stresses me out. The Earth spins at a 1,000 miles per hour. Yeah, I know. We're always spinning at a 1,000 mm-hmm. miles per hour. No wonder, no wonder yeah. I'm, like, mm-hmm. discombobulated all the time. Well, it's like when you're driving in a car, when you're accelerating to 60, you feel it. But when you're at 60 and you stay there, yeah, you don't feel it. Because you don't feel acceleration. Once you're at the speed, you're at the speed. Yeah. It's basically the principle of general relativity. But a thousand miles per hour. I know. Just thinking well, and about it's that, not it's only like, just what? spinning a thousand miles per hour. And then we're also we're spinning, yeah. going yeah. around the sun. We're rotating, but also and we're the solar system is going around the galaxy. Yes, so there's a lot of spinning happening. We're going, yeah, many, many tens of thousands of miles per hour in multiple directions. Unless at once. Superman comes along and spins it the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I've read that that was actually supposed to be interpreted as. He was just going so fast that time was going backwards. It just the way they shot it made it look oh. like he was spinning the Earth backwards. Oh. Ah. Huh. Interesting. Because if you go faster than the speed of light, theoretically, you will go back in time. Yeah. So he was just going faster than the speed of light around the Earth. So that he was flying, it wasn't spinning. And then, yeah, the globe hmm. started spinning backwards because time was reversing. Wow. But it looked like he was, like, grabbing onto the Earth and spinning it backwards to make the day undo, which makes no <laughs> sense at all. It's flying around, making sense. If you just, yeah, if you just, uh, well, I mean, it's superhero logic. Does any of it really make sense? Does being from Krypton and the Earth's yellow sun making you invulnerable make sense? Just flying. Yeah, exactly. What does he? Where does the propulsion come from? Don't answer that. I always loved that. I really did. Superheroes, I don't know. It's you. You need a lot of suspension of disbelief. Who was? Yeah. Who was the great comedian that pointed? I think it was Robert Klein. I think. He said, I have a question for you. Superman 
is a Superman. Mm-hmm. And he'll stand there with his hands on his hips while you shoot him in the chest. Oh, yeah. But if you throw the gun at him, he ducks. <laughs> he ducks, <laughs> yeah. That's, true. that's because of the bullets are CGI and the gun is not. Yeah. It was pretty cool to see the building Spider-Man was on in New York City, though. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. He was that's, on that building. Yeah. That's yeah. like when I lived in New York. I was like, that's the Will and Grace building. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's got one the of Friends them. building. Yeah. 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 Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price, upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant uh, the Minnesota Gophers are going to play at the Yankee Stadium on the 29th of December. That's Who are they playing? Uh, Syracuse. Oh, okay. The Pinstripe Bowl. a large bowl. stadium. Oh, the Yankee Stadium. Well, I have a few times. The new it's one. Massive. Have you been in the new one? Yeah. Okay. It's massive. It is huge. There's no question. How old is it? Not that old. The new one? No. The new one was big. They put Big Poppy's shirt in the when they built it, so it's got to be at most 12 years, 10 yeah. years? Yeah. Because yeah, right. I went yeah. when I was living there in college like, it was that like would brand, be, brand that would be new old, oh okay brand, what stadium are you talking about new. yankee stadium yankee stadium, yankee. Yankee stadium is, is actually fairly small really america has many stadiums that are twice as big oh yeah Michigan Stadium. Well, Michigan's a giant. The football giant, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Beaver Stadium in Pennsylvania, yep. Ohio Stadium, Kyle Field. Yeah, those those are all, those I was going to say, football. but for baseball, Yankee Stadium. Biggest really baseball big. field? I yeah. wonder. Let's I see. Dodgers. I bet you it's Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. Baseball. Chevy's oh, Ravine. Ravine. Let's see. Biggest baseball stadium. Well, there's Caesar's Superdome, which is used for multiple sports. 
Are we talking about just baseball? Just baseball. Yeah, Super that would be Foro Sol in Mexico City. Okay, great. Really? Weirdly oh, enough. Yeah. But then after that, Oakland, Alameda. Oh, Oakland. Yeah. Okay. That's a shithole, though. <laughs> well, it's big. Yeah. It's a big shithole. So That's went, a horrible place. Got that going for it. We went uh, on a trip there with KQRS, and Andy was a newborn, so Andy's been to that stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Not that I remember. We're on a trip it. to Oakland? Adorable. Where are you going? G.I. Ryder? <laughs> no, it was the Twins. The Twins were playing Oakland. Uh-oh. Dodger Stadium is also Kids, crack kids. <laughs> Apparently, baseball is really Estadio Latin America in Havana. Oh, the big stadium there. Fifty-five thousand yeah, people. Oh, well, that's oh, like you're talking that's bigger population. than Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you're talking population, not size. Well, I'm talking about capacity. Yeah. Okay. Well, capacity's well, like got to be pretty related to Japanese size, people love American baseball. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yes, they do. In 1978 or 79, something like that. I went to Yankee Stadium for the very first time, which was really cool. That's the, the original, old, the yep. original one, and I was invited to go in the locker room and stood by Babe Ruth's locker. And all of a sudden, it just floored me. I'm standing where Babe Ruth used to stand. Mm-hmm. That was really weird. I bet that was really Tita cool. And really real. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> one thing that did happen that very first time was really cool because I stood up and cheered because the Yankees. I can't remember. They, I think they were playing Detroit <laughs> for that first game. What are you doing? I would never cheer a Yankee. I don't care. Well, I know, but that's a whole different deal. You have to hiss at them instead, apparently. It's and a different deal. But yeah. I stood up and cheered, and the third time I stood up, the guy behind me tapped me on the shoulder. And I, I turned around and go, yeah, what's going on? He goes, man, take that wallet out of your back pocket or somebody will be able to <laughs> take it. I, he literally helped me out. He said, get that thing out of your back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> So where'd cool. you sit? Uh, first base. First base, cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Yeah. That was, that was a, a great old stadium. Oh, God. Yeah. To see the places where, you know, Billy Martin played and Mickey Mantle oh. and Homer over the right field yeah. wall. and Oh, God, that was great. And we went to the Met on Saturday night. What a beautiful place. Oh, yeah, that, was, that was amazing. New York City so, is a magnificent oh, city. Oh, it's great. It we really took is. took pictures with the bull. And, 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 yeah. and, like, we're driving back from Wall Street, and the guy's like, oh, there's ground zero. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's Whoa. like, oh, there it is. You yeah. Know? And we, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge, and, uh, yeah. and went to Rockefeller Center and saw the tree. And oh, it was a great. And went to Times Square. It was fun. So if yeah. you can't go to the Carnegie Deli anymore, damn it. Yeah. No Carnegie Delis Deli. Are, yeah, on their way out. They and really I had are. the best hot dog in New York City. Where'd you have it? At, I don't know, Central Park. Some meat place. It was sold by a guy who said it was the best hot dog in New York City. So yeah, I thought like, had to believe him. There's a lot of best pizza slices in New York City, yeah. too. Oh, well, let's not forget, New York is a champion of all this. There's Ray's. There's famous Ray's. Oh, there's yeah. original Ray's. There's original <laughs> famous Ray's. Yeah. <laughs> best pizza slice in New York that I found when I was there was in some place in Soho. I have it written down in like a journal of all the places that I went to and it was in Soho. Did was you go in and see I'll take two of your best. Take two of your best. Constantly. Was, the, was it better than Mario the Baker? Uh, Mario well, the Mario Baker. the Baker has a very sentimental Yes, it does. We've been yeah. eating that, that since we were God, eight years it's old. It's a pizza place West in Palm Beach. Florida. Royal Palm Beach. Well, no, it was, it's West Palm Beach. It's West Palm right Beach. on the border of Royal, though. Yeah, it's right, right next to Royal Palm Beach. It is indeed, but that yeah, that was a great time, no How, question. How do you go beyond the croissants and pe- and lobster rolls? I mean, Fawn the other day was like, I can't wait to go to Lewick. Nine <laughs> croissants. It's well, like, okay. for one thing, we used to live way out on the west side okay. of West Palm yeah. Beach. Yeah, yeah. and Lewick's so only to go like, to Lewick was would have been <coughs> half an hour. Lewick's drive. only like three years old. 
Well, that too. It wouldn't yeah. have existed. Yeah, but even if it yeah. did, it would have been a three. We never went downtown, ever. No, we went to when it was City Place. We went to we the Beach. Well, place. I mean, every so often. But I mean, like, you know, Decent this is amount. like once every couple of weeks at most. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, they live downtown, so everything is yeah, downtown. Right so Fonny and I'd clean that place out. I was going to say, you two. That'd be it. <laughs> yeah, send you two in there, <laughs> and right. it would just be. Didn't you have like eight of them? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cannot confirm know. or deny. They Man, are. those were good. They're so oh. good. I know. We went there. I went to Florida for five days with my friend Paige a couple weeks ago, and I was like, we need to go there one time for croissants and then one time for focaccia. Yep. I wonder if sushi I've never had anything but croissants. The focaccias. I don't know why so I'd get anything but croissants. The focaccia is so good. <sighs> Can't be the croissants. Well, if you want something savory versus something sweet. That's oh. the lobster roll. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> breakfast, the breakers. though. Sushi King is still there. Yep, it is. It is? Oh, really? Okay, Mike Bryant. <coughs> there is a business next to Sushi King oh called God. A1 Japanese. <laughs> what is it? A1 Japanese. I'm going to go with the supply store. Close. It's auto care. No. Oh, okay. A one Japanese. But we always auto thought care. it was a restaurant. Yeah, we always thought hmm. it was a one Japanese because it's right next to Sushi King. So it's like you got your, you you got your Japanese you sushi. You got your Japanese. Barbecue? The rest of it, I guess. Is it Japanese steak barbecue sauce. or steak sauce? Yeah, yeah like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I used to go to Sushi King and eat what, like four orders of rolls by myself. I don't myself? even know the amount of sushi that you used to eat is quite a bit. Oh. What kind of rolls do you always get? Uh, let's see. I always like spicy tuna rolls. Those are good. Those are good. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever really like salmon rolls. They always taste kind of fishy to me. Like, no matter where <laughs> I go. Bum. Salmon rolls are weird. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. You I had a really good sushi roll at Crave last week. I went out there Crave sushi's with not Michael. Bad. And it was, I don't usually, I'm not, like, because in Minnesota they put cream cheese in sushi yes, rolls, which is, like, weird. But no, this one, it had tempura shrimp. Something else, and then a little bit of cream cheese, and then a jalapeno on top huh, of it. It was oh, yeah, really good. good. I was go. like, "This is." Michael ordered it, and I, we, he was like, "Because we just split a bunch of stuff, and it was delicious." I haven't been able to eat raw fish in 15 years. Well, but this was all cooked. Oh, okay. I tempura. Yeah. I don't know why raw fish just it's make it makes my stomach hurt. Maybe I have because no idea you used why. to eat 27 pounds of it every weekend. <laughs> like you guys become allergic to fish. Yeah, you can. You can become allergic to anything. Fish allergy. Yeah, you can become allergic to literally anything. No, that is true. You can become allergic to the sun. And the more that you eat something, the more likely you are to become allergic to it. Really? Yeah, that's real. That's what I. That's what I. I'd heard. be allergic to lobster rolls, croissants. No, like steak. no, it's something that you. Yeah, like I developed an allergy to green beans in college, and I went to an allergist, and he was like, "Because you're a vegetarian, and green beans are a legume, you eat a lot of legumes, uh-huh. and your body." develops intolerances to the stuff that's just repeated constantly. Yep. So I got allergic to cherry tomatoes. I'd just eat them. Mom would buy them, oh, and no. I'd eat them all, and then she'd have to go buy more, and then I'd eat them all, and so Yes, forth. yes. See, they don't understand by saying you have to eat it for a month. You can eat enough to cover a uh, month. Yeah, sprawl <laughs> over. It's volume, not that. Yes, I yeah. ate well more than a month's supply in less than a month. <laughs> yes. But. One thing I should mention for people, that you go down West Palm Beach and go to Luik, there's another reason you should go there, because Luik himself was a French paratrooper That's who right. was severely injured in the war. I've never met him. Oh, he's a great guy. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always there. I met him. Luik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the big, what, the scars, the one on his forehead? or what? He's got a huge scar on He has his a head. big scar on the yeah. side of his What's head. He, sh- he shaves head, yeah. the side of his head, and it's, yeah, he was a paratrooper. Oh, he, he probably was. had or to. Or uh, a fighter pilot. 
Both, I think he was both. Actually. I think he's a paratrooper, or at least that's where if I remember right. Okay. Maybe he's one than the other. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And then he he's met. He's a fighter pilot until he ran out of ammo, and then he paratrooped. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And he met a gal from Miami and then moved from Paris to South Florida. That seems like a drop, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Paris is kind of a hellhole these days. I don't know. Paris has got to still have its good things. Yeah. I'm sure there are best good hot things chocolate out in the world. there, but I don't know. Best hot chocolate in the, in world? the world? Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, the makes best it so hot great. It's, I don't know. Although European chocolate <sighs> is better than American chocolate. It is. It's I called Angelina's. I had a Kit Kat in, in, on, uh, on uh, the golf course in... In Scotland, that was the greatest oh. Kit Kat I've ever had in my life. They're made by Mars over there, I think. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, Mars, cho- Mars chocolate is so much better. Well, Mars American chocolate, Hershey's. Well, it's Hershey's specifically. There's a ad, an additive in Hershey's Deuteric that acid. some people find taste like vomit. Oh, that's perfect. Like I have, I have a friend whose husband is Australian, and so he didn't grow up eating Hershey's. And then he came over here and was eating all the same stuff, but it's ours is made by Hershey's. <laughs> and he's like, everything, all of your chocolate tastes like vomit. If it tastes like vomit. I've been throwing up every day. <laughs> yeah, but he like, but it's like we grew up with it, you know. Yeah. And he didn't. He's used to. The good chocolate, good European chocolate. I want to taste his vomit just to find out. No, I can kind of understand. Like if you eat, if I eat just a plain Hershey's bar, I can. Well, I I used to be able to find cilantro no matter what. Like it, that plastic taste. Yeah. The and soap it's, taste. And some people yeah. think it tastes like soap. Taste. Yeah. I could, it, it could be like a little dab in there and I'd be oh, like, really? cilantro. Yeah. Oh. That's I like Melissa yeah, is. She can't blood. stand cilantro at all. It's, it's not the soap thing. She just hates the taste of it. Yeah, I uh, love cilantro. Give I me all her cilantro. I will tell you. I used to. But. Love cilantro so much. Like salsa, if it were like half cilantro, I'd be in heaven. Mm. Oh, You'd probably like parsley then. They taste very similar. Mm, cilantro's way better. Oh, parsley just doesn't have as much flavor to it, and it's thicker. So it's like you got to chew it more, and it's kind of well, like. Well, that's true. You'd have to, you kind of have to be a goat to eat parsley. Parsley's yeah. kind of plasticky. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I'm making. Menestrone this on Wednesday, and there's going to be parsley in that. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, no question about it. Mom and I watched the. Uh, we're go- we we went back to the very first because she had never seen City on a Hill, oh. which is a phenomenal TV show. If you've never seen it, it's I don't even know where it's on. It's on Hulu. I know that it's uh, on Showtime. Showtime, okay. And the third season was the third season good. That's the one I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. yet. I haven't watched it yet because oh. we went back and started it. Season one, episode one. It's really good. That's a good. She loves that show. Kevin Bacon is really She hates Kevin Bacon. Of course. Which is what you're supposed to do. You know what I love about this? And you would understand this, I think. I love City on a Hill because it reminds me of the Irish and Italian Catholics I grew up with. Mm-hmm. It just That's how they are. <laughs> I know it might be obnoxious to most people. I find it charming. When that first show, when he gives those two cops the money back and he keeps the percentage, <laughs> exactly. that's called the Boston tax. The Boston tax, baby. <laughs> we loved Boston. Boston was, oh, God, what a great town. Mm-hmm. It's just so, Andy and Alex, you ever been to Boston? I don't believe so. You both should go because it is phenomenal. I've only ever been in that area to Philadelphia. Well, it's a little, a little bit north. And of you there. lived in New York. And I lived in New York. <coughs> and then we went to where for Fourth of July that one year. Fourth of July. Yeah, when you came to visit me in New York, then we took the train. Oh yeah, we did. Where did we go? I don't remember. Train, huh? Connecticut. 
I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was somewhere in Connecticut, but I don't remember where it was. But so I felt. Yeah. I I think you're absolutely right about that. But I still that that Philadelphia, that cop in Philadelphia, I will never forget that when we went to to the Fitzgibbons wedding out there when their daughter got married, and I walked past a cop in Philadelphia. She was a, a black woman. A black female cop, and I walked by and said, "Beautiful day, officer." She goes, "Yeah, whatever." Whatever. <laughs> okay. It's like, hey, I'm back in I my was, old neighborhood. I was just so disappointed by the Rocky statue in Philadelphia because it's not on top of the stairs; it's right. down at the bottom. It's like, should be at the top of the should stairs. Should be where it belongs. I agree. You know. Yeah. But do you so go to both Philly cheese places? Yeah. And get them both. Get and eat Gino's them both. and I don't know. I don't remember. Them, but they're across the street from each other. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of odd. Why would they be across the street from one another? I don't know. See, I like, whether it's Boston, New York, Philadelphia, you go all the way down the road. I love people from those cities. Because there's no... Boston's better. You know, oh, Boston's phenomenal. Boston. Did you know that it took them uh, how many years to build that city? Because it was built on an island. Yep. It was built on... A, there was a mountain or a very high hill. That's why they call it City on a Hill. Um, there was a very high hill, and they kept taking it down and spreading out the island. I think when it was first there, it was just... Uh, Five, six, seven acres, something like that. And now it's huge. Yeah, it's a really you, you guys. Someday we'll all go to Boston. I would love to go to Boston with you guys because you walk the uh, Freedom Trail there. Yeah, very impressive. That's what you said. No doubt about it. And you stand in there over like Paul Revere's grave. You're like Jesus. <laughs> Paul Revere is buried here. Well, it's like going to uh, Westminster Abbey. Yeah, absolutely. Remember I got in an argument with, with Vince Flynn? You know that Vince Flynn's been dead for nine years now? That's wow. surprising. Yeah. Uh, nine Dan and I had, years? Yeah, I don't think it's surprising either. No. Well, Dan uh, and I... This podcast has been almost 10 years, then. It's been over 10 years. Yeah. Is it over 10, though? In August, it'll be 11. Wow. Yeah, because we... Dan and I met the February before the podcast started. Mm-hmm. So was that thing at the comedy club... It was 500th, I think. Was that 500th? Yeah, that would been the second yeah. or third year? Probably second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's probably true, yeah. No question about it. We're not going to have Kostaki today. It's not looking good. He's not showing up yet, but who knows? Well, Still we got, got 20 minutes. We got 20 minutes. I hope he Could does talk show about up. the Vikings. You didn't watch second half. I didn't watch second half, but I almost sacrificed my phone for them. That was a ridiculous <laughs> second half. I, Dan was there. It must have been. It was, they, were, they, were, they were killing them in the first half, yeah, and I yeah. thought, Jets aren't that good. They should be killing them. I agree. And then they went in the tank in the second half. I know. They couldn't tackle, and Kurt do. Cousins is horrible. He's not a great quarterback. Yeah. I agree with you completely. I don't get it with him. Why do people think he's so well, good? Well, I think they're stuck with him is the main reason. <laughs> you, gotta you know, probably. get excited. But well, their lines, <laughs> the offensive and defensive lines aren't very good either. I don't know how They've they got guys hurt. Two. They had guys yeah, hurt. Yeah, they do, right and, right. and their defensive line is putting pressure on the other team's quarterback. It's so they're, they're, they're doing their job. Um, offensive line's been injured, but they've been giving him time. He just isn't very good, and he can't go long, can't go deep. No. So I, I heard you talking about J.J. saying he's the greatest ever. Of all time. He's not even the greatest on the Vikings. I know. But it's like, he might be someday. The one thing I'll tell you, the, the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, he can't fly like Moss. No. He's not as fast. He the, the season that Moss went through where he did not miss a catch in all the spring training with, right. the, with the Patriots right. is the most amazing ever. And three, three, the way his numbers, that guy could go up and get a ball and his numbers were huge. Like you were saying, he's got double number of touchdowns. Of touchdowns. The yeah. only thing that, that Jefferson can do that Moss never did is get a ring. Yeah, that's and that right. would be a big difference because Moss was never able to close the never. deal. No, he wasn't. You know? That wasn't his fault. Obviously. <laughs> it was his fault. 
If it wasn't for him, yeah. Patriots would have a ring. <laughs> no, I, you know, another ring. So, remember when he pretended to pull his pants down and show his butt <laughs> yeah. to the crowd? It's like, Randy, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and when he ran over that cop outside right. the IDS. That was nice, too. His, was it 30 for 30? Yeah. Yeah. It was yep. so good. Yep. It was. It was really, really good. Showed where he grew up and all those guys. Just it ran university. I didn't yeah. realize because I think I was too young when he was playing to, like, get him in general. Like, I really liked him. I knew he was a great player, but all of his little weird things no, Marshall, he used to do. He's and, a big pot smoker. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, look well, at him. The other thing that he had for him in the NFL that made a difference was all the teams that passed on him. Yeah. She had a whole bunch of fans that were really mad about oh, how yeah. successful he was. Yep. Where, you know, Jefferson didn't really have that. Jefferson's great about running across the middle. That guy's tougher than he hell. Is, he is. You yeah. know? So... And maybe he will be the greatest of all time, but you're not yet. No, he's, so settled it, down. he needs some rings to do that. Exactly. Plus, Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice, yeah. too. There's another one. And he, when he was asked that, he said, Oh, I don't know, but I maybe I am. Yeah, I know. Jer- well, Jerry's said. a very humble guy. Very humble. Very guy. humble guy. Oh, that's nice. Dan was at, oh my gosh. <clears throat> Dan was at the game yesterday. Oh, was like, oh, it, was, like it. <laughs> it was a nail biter. It's like the first half was very exciting, and then the second half, it was really, it really stressful. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it, yeah, it didn't need to be. What happened in the second half? They just yeah, kind of just know. sat he, back. He kept missing receivers. Oh, they there didn't, you go. The run couldn't go anyplace. Um, jets were hitting really hard in the second half, and then we were not making tackles in the second half. Oh, geez. So that's not good. Isn't that kind of I what will, the Vikings are known for? Yeah, no staying half, power. Yeah. Falling mm-hmm. apart in the second yeah, half. Yeah, like every story I hear about the Vikings in general. Yeah. More the Timberwolves. Timberwolves fall apart really bad in the <laughs> second half. I never hear anyone talk about the Timberwolves at all. Dan is going to the game, not so the next home game, and it's still they don't oh, have a time. Yeah, they don't have a date, don't they? They don't I, have a date. It was supposed to be Sunday, and now they're like it might be on Saturday because the Vikings have such a good record. They're like it might be moved to Saturday, <coughs> which Dan's like that's the weekend before Christmas. Like no. we're trying to plan. They have a game on, Chris, on Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Game on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and he, they were supposed to go to that, but they sold all of those tickets in exchange for four tickets to the to game the this game. next weekend. Yeah. That is, who it may knows? Happen. It's going to happen. We just don't know when. And it's like, when do they call that? Got to be pretty soon. The, I would they, during Come the week, on. usually they call that Monday or Tuesday, the week of when it's that floating. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because they because they they're trying to get the best TV ratings. Yeah. is what they're trying to get. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, you know. but I'm just like, it's the weekend before Christmas. We gotta, like, we have plans both days they're that he's gonna have to Christmas. cancel. No, they don't care about Christmas. Yeah. They care. All they care about is themselves. Typical. <laughs> Typical is all. You know, you're caring least... a little bit more about the Vikings than you have in a long time. I think it's because I'm on a fantasy football team, huh. so I'm paying oh, more right. attention. You're, you're I'm crushing your fantasy you football. You win nothing. Yep. Um, but I'm crushing it, so that's <laughs> exciting. But just like every week I have to set my lineup, and I'm like kind of – so I'm paying more attention to football than I have in a long time because I used to be a diehard Vikings fan. I couldn't fan. set my lineup because yeah. I didn't have my phone. What? Mm. <laughs> so I have no idea. What happened? Dropped it into the – I won again. I'm leading my – league that's worth nothing it's just called, so you remember that league nothing. is worth zero and if i do win i'm literally going to be like this is there's no skill there's no like 100%. come on <laughs> like, it's true last week i think it was i had six players out wow i had to trade i had to do all this i was just like well and i my team played like absolute crap because it was like well i just find any random player 
but then everybody was back this week. Who so. are you playing against that you're crushing them with that kind of a deep? I just, I don't know. I think I've just been getting really lucky. Because <laughs> we have a, there's a lot of us in there because it's Dan's whole family. It's all of his brothers, all of our sister-in-laws, our two nephews, our niece, and one of our nephew's girlfriends. Um, you talking about the Viking-Lions game? No, it's a Vikings-Indianapolis game. We Colts. play Lions next weekend. Yeah. It's, it's the, the following. Yeah, it's the Colts. Because oh, it was supposed to, weekend, yeah, it was supposed okay. to be on Sunday, and the time was TBD. But now they're like, we might move it to Saturday they because they won't know for another yeah. week. They still haven't picked. That's it. what I know. And, Dan, and Dan's whole family does this cabin Christmas thing on that Saturday oh, every yeah. single year. Yeah. We don't go because it's just we're. It's literally you're there and back in 24 hours, and you have to drive two hours and stay at a cabin. And there's just not room to for everybody. But you can go to Louis Finer Meats. So that's good. We could go to Louis Finer Meats. But yeah, anyway. So and Dan's like. His two brothers that are supposed to be going to the game with him are going to the cabin Christmas. And he's like, do you think that they'll not go to the Christmas thing or not go to the game? Because he's like, I'm going to the game. But then he's like, then we'd have to miss the buffet, well, yes, which well. is his favorite meal of the year. The buffet he is his favorite meal buffet. of the year. You go to the Golden, Golden, Golden Valley has a Christmas buffet. The weekend before Christmas <laughs> every really year. It is oh, yeah. one of the best meals. It's Yeah, pretty impressive. It's so good. And there's... Really? I can't even tell you the... There's got to be <coughs> 40 options of... Absolutely, yeah. Food, 50. It's really good. I don't even, and everything well, is just so good. Three enormous rooms all full of food. Of food. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Why and Dan's we like, we are. And that's oh, the night that Dan's that. like, I hope... I kind of hope it's not on Saturday because then I'd miss the buffet. <laughs> When are we going to the other place? Don't say the name of it, but when are we going to the other place? This Sunday. This Sunday, yeah. okay. That's a brunch. That's a brunch. And this it's is gonna dinner be we're going to on the 17th. Yes. And did you say we had a call from Joe? Uh, no, he just wanted to say that at least Christian Ponder isn't throwing for the Vikings. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I forgot about Christian him. Christian Ponder, whose hand got, got injured in the playoffs. I forgot about him. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift to sell.com because life is expensive enough and what about what's his face mcleod something jackson cloud jackson. jackson that was a car in uh in that uh disney movie no um, yeah it does it's... oh my gosh what was his name it was like something mcleod something jackson what does anyone know what I'm talking about? i think no. i might cloud actually know jackson. what you're talking about yes i think i might know what you're talking about i have about. no idea what you're talking okay. about either oh my god now this is going to bother me. Well, hopefully Joe what knows was what you're talking he? about. Great question. Yeah, really. It's Ask the wrong person I thought you were talking question. to Zepp about Jefferson today was interesting when he's like, is he a wide receiver? Yeah, oh, yes, he is. Yeah, well, there's like a Viking with a really weird name. And how many seasons has he been? I'm like, three, 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 three. was in it. I'm telling you. 
Are you talking about the owner, the former owner of the Vikings? No. Uh, Officer Dave says Tavares. Tavares Tavares Jackson. No, there was a McLeod. There's no McLeod. There's never been a McLeod that's been a Viking. Well, there was, but that was when I was 16. McLeod. His first name was McLeod. I know. I think his last name was McLeod. But he had. But it was like he had a hyphenated last name, and one of them was McLeod, and then the other one was also weird. I know what you're talking about. Okay, Andy knows, and I can't find him. And I'm hyphenated names for the Vikings. There's been a couple running backs with hyphenated names. He played. Very, very shortly. Let's see. Like Vikings with hyphenated names. <laughs> he was like a cop in the seventies on TV. Or maybe his first McLeod, name was yeah. McLeod. There's never been a McLeod, there was a McLeod first name on the Vikings. <laughs> there was I'm sorry. Some sort of McLeod person. McLeod. McLeod yeah, with the hat. He was yeah, the, in the, the cop. He ride the horse. There's a McLeod. Dennis Weaver. McCormick. McCollum. McDaniel. Okay, well, Andy knows who I'm talking about. That's all the mix. justification I need. A lot of mix he in here. McLeod? No. <laughs> there are no McLeods. I will find this person, and next week I will I report back. I know what she's back. talking about. He had, like, yes. all the names. Yes. Next week I'm going to be in Vegas. And they so. were all weird. Oh, well, you'll have to listen yeah. in. Or I'll, I'll, I'll in. email you, yeah. not text message you, because you don't have a phone. I'm going to be in Vegas from... Uh, Thursday till Monday. Don't go leave to a your trial lawyers thing. Don't oh, leave your you phone go. in the bathroom at the Vegas I've, airport. I've, I've done that before. Kostaki <laughs> no, has joined us in the in the oh, great. We got oh, Kostaki's here. I but love it. That morning, I was saying how happy I was. I wasn't attached to my phone all the time, and then boom, it was gone. Uh, <laughs> I did now you're really you not attached. Literally attached to your yeah. phone. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Kostaki. Well, let's see if Kostaki can figure out what the hell Alex is talking about. Yeah, yeah maybe. Alex, yeah, Alex <laughs> give Kostaki this name and see if he can come up with it. She's trying to name a football player, and his name is like what? It was like McLeod something something Jackson. I swear to you. <laughs> McLeod something something Jackson? Yes. Yeah. Can you think or of anything something. similar to that? I can't. Uh, I'm telling Billy you. Billy White Shoes Johnson? Yeah. No. That was McLeod. There's no McLeod first you. name in the NFL ever. Ever. Listen, I will be vindicated. <laughs> I'm going to figure this Let's out. see, Jackson. There's only been a few Jackson. Well, Maybe it's not even Jackson. Jackson. Alfred, Harold, Joey, and Tavares. Maybe it's not even Jackson. There's been, in NFL, there's there a was a McLeod, though. There's Johnson's. A lot of them. He stumped me. McLeod is the first uh, name. LaShawn McCoy was on my uh, LA exit bus. Oh, wow. <clears throat> there's I a Ray Ray McLeod who plays for the <coughs> Steelers, is what it looks like. Joe says you're <laughs> thinking of Donovan McNabb? No, it was McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> so it just... was a Viking, right? Uh, I mean, you're asking me questions I don't know the answer to. So, Kostaki, did you see the NFL statement about Watson, that he was getting it before he started, that he was, he understands the protocol. What? Well, they came out with a yeah. statement before he played yesterday. What? Yeah, that yeah, he's, yeah. he's improved, he's matured. Are you thinking of Ray yeah, Ray McLeod? Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he also uh, dodged uh, taking any responsibility in an interview right before the game. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty uh, The Browns right defense there. and special teams got three touchdowns yep. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes sense because since shining this, signing Deshaun Watson, the whole franchise has been super defensive. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> In their win, the Browns defense gave Watson a hand. He loves that. <laughs> he loves to get a hand. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, McLeod Bethel Thompson? 
There it is. There is McLeod the Bethel Mc Thompson. Okay, McLeod something Alex. Jackson. Hey, that's uh, close. Someone. <laughs> McLeod Bethel Thompson. See, I said Toronto. I said you, Jack. No, I swear to you. Oh, he was Minnesota I Vikings 2014. Wow. Vindicated. But he was off. Correct. <laughs> he was off season. But he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look at that. There you go. Made the regular season. I McLeod have been vindicated. Bethel Thompson. See, wow. Jackson Thompson. I know, okay. Why do you know about this? I don't. Because his no name's idea. weird. It's a and weird it name. Stuck in my brain, <laughs> and that's all I know. Because Nucky probably made a joke about him one time. McLeod. Bethel Thompson. Yes. Yeah, I knew exact. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, wow. Okay. We found the, it. We what found position it. is that? It, uh, Let's see what position. McLeod Bethel. Kind of looked like he was maybe a kicker. Let's see. He was a quarterback. Oh, he's a quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Okay. okay. Wow. I don't remember mm -hmm. him at all. You're welcome oh, for this well, history lesson. He was in lesson the offseason. He was a Viking in the offseason. You're welcome. Well done. Yeah. And apparently, I'm just here to teach you guys about football. Alex Hart in some what way. I'm here for. No, his name's weird. His oh, name's McLeod. His full name is McLeod Balthazar Bethel. Balthazar. <laughs> See, I he said McLeod something something Jackson, You're which right. is McLeod Balthazar Bethel Thompson. Look at me. Balthazar. Balthazar. See, his name is weird. That's the, those are the types of things Kostaki I remember. Make fun of somebody's name. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. I little, know. Little advice for people because Stocky's only got so much time. Here. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's hey, right. he's thrilled to be part of this conversation. We're talking about, talking about football for once. Exactly. I, I can't imagine naming a child Balthazar. Balthazar. That's a bold choice. McLeod Balthazar. Uh, Balthazar McLeod was, one was one also the... weird, but Balthazar. Yeah, Balthazar. Was a whole <laughs> show was he's one of the wise the, men. The Dennis Weaver TV show. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. There you go. Okay. Okay, moving on, moving forward. And now, back to Kostaki Economopolis, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I've been traveling all morning. I'm sorry I'm late. I, I, the plane landed on time, but then, of course, the flight and the thing and the other plane is in the gate, and then that has yep. a mechanical issue. It's one of, oh, you know God. how it goes. Do you fly into L.A.? I did, yeah, yeah. So Sunday, I flipped on the TV in the hotel, and they had the Lions-Jaguars game, and I was like, who the hell picked this game? And then I remembered I was in Detroit. Like, oh, okay, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> have the Lions game on here. Yes. Yeah. Well, Imagine living in Detroit and having to watch the Lions. Oh, God. Oh, you don't have to. Yeah, 1954. They won the NFL title in 1954. It's been that long. Oh, you could oh, be a University crazy. of Michigan fan. Yeah. Well, how long has it been since the Vikings won the title? Never. There never. Zero. There you so, go. <laughs> never happened. Zero times. No Stanley Cup. No. This is coming. Up. It's two months. Two months. It's gonna happen. No two months. The Vikings are gonna nope. win the Super Bowl. If Kirk Bowl. Cousins wins the Super Bowl, I will crown Balthazar okay. McLeod <laughs> <laughs> the greatest name of all time. Have you seen this Kurt Thuggins thing? Thuggins. Mike, my yes. brother-in-law, is obsessed with Kurt Thuggins. He's like they talk about him like he's a separate player from Kurt Cousins. And Kurt Cousins is a terrible football player, but Kurt Thuggins is a great football player. Okay. And no it's a picture of him. He has his shirt chains. off, and he's wearing all the right. chains on oh, the yeah, airplane, yeah, yeah. and he's like dancing. God. Yeah, because he's like the whitest. Have you seen the Kirk Cousins yeah. swearing thing right. when no. he's mic'd up? He's like freaking heck. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> fiddlesticks. Like he's he does not swear, and it's huh. amazing really? because as somebody with young children, I try not to swear. Yeah, yeah. And, right. Yeah, it's hard. And like I 
I was a nanny before I had kids, so I'm just not much of a swearer in general. But I'm like, I understand, Kirk. <laughs> Melissa's dad says freaking every other word. And it's like, what did you sound like before you had kids? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. You Were you go. just the most foul person on earth? <laughs> freaking. That's cool that you were a nanny before being a mom. That's yeah. great training. I'm well trained. I'm well trained. I was a nanny for a lot of years, too, for oh, a lot wow. of kids. That's cool. Yeah. And you still had kids after all that. I wanted tons <laughs> yeah. of kids. Oh, I love kids. Goodness. Kids are yes. the best. Mother Nature had other plans. Sure did. Well, I like them, but man, they're labor intensive when they're small. They're Indeed. labor intensive. Uh, so the general consensus was that no one could make Aaron Rodgers look like a star again. Yeah. The bear said, hold my sausage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, hold my sausage was the personal slogan for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, there's going to be a penis <laughs> yeah, joke connected to this. I'm Watson. waiting yeah. for the follow-up. How do you up? not do hold my sausage comedy? <laughs> uh, Packers beat the Bears. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears, I guess. Uh, Bears fans went to Britney Spears' lawyer to try to help him <laughs> end Aaron Rodgers' conservatorship. <laughs> he owns him. Aaron is now in a legal fight with cholesterol over complete ownership of the Bears fans. Hmm. Um, yeah, cholesterol might win out. <laughs> cholesterol. Uh, now, this is an interesting stat. Uh, based on the win this weekend, the Packers have become the NFL's all-time winningest franchise with 787 oh, wins. God. The Bears have 786. It was literally whoever won this game yeah. was going to be the leader. Um, this Packers win also establishes the Packers as this season's 26th best team. Fair. So that's very exciting. Sure. <laughs> the, the Packers announcer yesterday, I was listening a little bit, and they were talking about the possibility of getting to 600 by next season. What are they, freaking insane? 600? Yeah, that they'll get to 600 wins. Okay. Yeah, they're going to win 14 next year. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, to, it's to 800. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. 800, not 600, 800. Yeah, 800. yeah, yeah. 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 They, like, could. they could. Yeah, they could. They could. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has got a bro broken foot. This is the best thing to happen to Bay Area nurses. This is really good news. I, li <laughs> I like that kid, though, that Purdy from Iowa State. Oh, yeah. That kid's going to be a great boxy. NFL quarterback. He really is. That kid looks like Joe Montana. I, I You know, why not? The last pick in the draft. Yep. I've been how, watching him since that? he was a freshman at Iowa State. He's a really good quarterback, that kid. I, I can like relate it. because in some backyard drafts when I was a child, <laughs> I was also Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, I was definitely picked late in most of the drafts. Ah, uh, we got Kostaki. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. We'll take All right. You get Deborah. We'll take Kostaki. That's fine. Uh,. Yeah, what else What else happened this weekend? We had a lot of stuff. Um, this week, a man damaged the Browns stadium turf by driving a car around on it. <laughs> what? The Browns are, yeah, stuck in, <laughs> drove a car around on the grass. Uh, the Browns are mad because, of course, it's the best Cleveland drive all season. <laughs> uh -huh. It's the first time Cleveland police have ever been upset about donuts. <laughs> I like that's a good line. I'm, su I'm surprised the stadium is built such that you can get a car onto the field. No. I agree with that. That's, like it's kind of an amazing crime. That's like, weird. Can, yeah. How do you get your car onto the field? I can't even get near the stadium when I go. You yeah. know. 
Exactly. Yeah, you gotta have a. You gotta be inside to do it. Yeah, you, you can't like, drop you gotta, a car in there. You like smuggle the parts in and assemble the car inside the stadium. <laughs> the ultimate crime. <laughs> you parachute in. And yeah, build exactly. A car, like the guy. Drive it around. Who was the guy who used to parasail in with the fan on his back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was like a million know. years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, Baltazar? Baltazar, the parasailing man. Simpson. Hey, it looks like uh, Antonio Brown's going to get picked up this week. Yeah, what? I know. By the police. By the police, <laughs> yes. Hey, Antonio, while you're refusing to come out of your house to be arrested and you got some time on your hands, I'd like to suggest you watch the documentary about David Koresh and Waco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good idea. The cops aren't just going to shrug and walk away. You're getting arrested. <laughs> right. Stop it already. Is, is there still a standoff? Have you guys heard the, the latest? I just got off a plane. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. I, have no idea. I haven't heard, so no. I, I assume he's just still in the house. Just hanging the cops out. Are hanging out outside the house. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, the commander's Chase Young inactive, uh, but Leonardo DiCaprio is active, and Chase Young is his middle name. So. <laughs> Ooh, I like wow. that one. Now we're talking. Wow. Very good. <laughs> Matt Young is str- uh, Matt Ryan is struggling this season. Hmm. Kanye West is having a better year. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Maybe, maybe Matt Ryan can figure out a way to blame this all on the Jews. That would be <laughs> What the hell did the Jews do to Kanye that pissed him off? I, you know, what is I, wrong I, with him? It's a, it's one of the great puzzles of life. I don't understand the complaint about the Jews. <laughs> I just he's wearing a star of David with a with a swastika over it. Like, what That's are you doing? Weird. Is there? It's uh, really hard to much believe. Normal in a while. No, he's mental. He's and never he, been normal. He's nuts. And even, I, I, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense on any of the levels. It's, no, uh, it doesn't. Even if you thought some of those things, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I mean his success Imagine, to begin with doesn't make any sense. So no, it's like, I agree. The man is a living enigma. Imagine if he actually thinks crazier things than he says. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the toned down version. Right. Well, I think if you could like hear his thoughts to most people, it would just sound like someone speaking in tongues. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, everybody? This is kind of confusing me a little bit here. And again, for maybe new listeners, I tend to be a centrist, not a Republican nor a Democrat. Did Donald Trump really call for getting rid of the Constitution? No. That's what it said in the paper this morning. That sounds like a journalist being a panicky idiot. Why on earth would you even say something like that? That'd be one I'd Google and see what he said. Yeah, but let's see. Know. Andy's googling it right now. But that, I, I just, first of all, let's not have any white supremacists over for dinner with Kanye West. That'd be a good idea. Uh huh. Trump's just right? about done. He's literally crazied himself into oblivion. They owe him though. Who owes? He him? produced the Christian right. He produced for them. He did? Yeah, he did. I don't know anything about the Christian right. I have yeah. no idea. They don't come around me. Yeah, well, they got they got what they wanted. <laughs> I guess. Donald so, yeah. Trump said that parts of the Constitution should face termination. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, every politician has said that. No, they haven't. There's tons of politicians they, who want to get rid of the Second Amendment. Every politician has not said that. I think What's there's parts? a part of the Constitution that every politician would like to get rid of i don't think that's true but not everyone i think there's some that will say certain things i think a bunch of them have never read the seventh amendment 
I say we get rid of the Seventh Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we should get, get rid, rid of it. Of it. Anyway. I know what it is. Let's terminate so. it. It's right to civil trials. It's right to civil trials. Oh, what a shock. It's oh, okay. about being a lawyer. Yeah, you bet. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> they wrote it in the Constitution. You have to hire me. Yes. No, it doesn't say that, <laughs> but you have a right to civil trials. You're not supposed to have tort reform. That's what it says. It's very clear. Tort reform. Yes. <laughs> Tort. <laughs> Sounds tasty. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. I could use a I tort know. reform right now. I I went to uh, grad school, and my roommate was a law student, and I remember he was he was taking torts, and he mm-hmm. complained about it constantly. He's like, oh. <laughs> Did, "Have you heard Mulaney's uh, take on the Constitution?" Uh, John Mulaney. Yeah, John Mulaney. Oh no! No, he it, he did on Saturday Night Live one of the nights where he went through the the amendments and it, why they they put the one in people can't be in your house. I like it. Oh yeah, I think you know? the third one. Yeah, the third one. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You don't have to house soldiers. Yeah, like what was going on that you had to create a constitutional amendment oh, about Jesus. it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably there was a whole lot of war back then. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Some guy with the what gun. What was the phrasing on that? It was housing. What was it? Yeah, quarter. quarter. Not quarter. quarter. Yeah, quarter. Quartering. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was the third, third or the most fourth. important issue. We should know this. Apparently. Yeah. The, the first thing that came to mind. guns, and keeping people out of your house. And then, yeah, soldiers can't turn your house into a barracks. <laughs> <laughs> that has to stop happening. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Taylor Heineke's got a great tradition he's, uh, he's doing. He's the quarterback for the Commanders. When he wins a game, he buys himself a new pair of Jordans in the colors of the team that he beat. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's kind of fun, it'll, it'll, and sometimes he'll buy them for the whole offensive line or whatever. Uh, and this week they tied the Giants. So oh, it's an end up now? in a tie. Yeah. Does he get a single blue and white <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> Just one. Or a pair of Scotty Pippins, you know. <laughs> yeah. Scare. Basketball comedy from 1987. There you go. Oh, yes. That's my era. I've heard of these people. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> you, were you even born yet, Andy? Oh, uh, yeah, I was one. He was one year okay. old. Okay. Right. Michael Jordan, he was uh, still on the Bulls for a while, right? Yep. Yeah, he, was. he knocked around for a while. Yeah, the I, only, I, I couldn't tell you the time frame, but... Really, the only sports knowledge I have is of, like, early 90s <coughs> uh, basketball. I don't know why. I guess because it's probably Space Jam. And what you've learned from The Simpsons. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, Dan Marino. Yep. Tom Brady. That's who the hell's Tom Brady? That's right. You pulled that <laughs> off. Never heard of Brady. Laces out. Tom man. Brady. It's a good thing Tom Brady's allowed to see other people because uh, <laughs> I think I think he's got a date with Father Time coming up here. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> bummed. Uh, yeah. Isn't he not actually that old? No, he's forty. He's just old for a football six, player, I guess. Yeah, for a football player. I think he's forty-six. He's older he? than all of the other players by like five years. That's true. It's, Come it's not even close. Why don't we have no. a geriatric football league, the GFL? Uh, who'd want to see that? Everybody'd be out every other week. Well, it'd yeah. be like NASCAR, where you watch it for the crashes. <laughs> you watch it for the hip <laughs> fractures. Great. God. I would, I would watch it. There's a bunch of the, those guys are available. Terrell Owens would love to play football. That is true. Right? <laughs> Terrell Owens. Yeah. Uh, you know, all those, all the wide receivers would come back. You know, Ocho Cinco would play. Ocho Cinco. Antonio Brown. It would be a crazy circus. Maybe McLeod yeah. Golf is our Bethel Thompson. Yeah. Maybe show up. Maybe get him back. McLeod something something. <laughs> <Johnson>. Jeez. <laughs> 
Wow. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. I mean, pretty amazing. I figured it out. Uh, Michael did say there was never a cloud on the Vikings, so yep. she I showed him. She Wrong. got me. In the preseason, he was on the team. He was. He certainly I just remember them was. talking about him on. Because it was like. I, I remember it was, hearing his name yeah, and all it was the time. During the time where we're like, hopefully we'll get a good quarterback and, oh, it's going to be exciting and this guy maybe. Nope. Well, and let's then. Let's see. He was on the Vikings in 2014. So it's been in a while. In the preseason, you said, right? Yes. Because then who did we pick up after him? Twenty fourteen. That was what's his face. Gostaki. <laughs> Is that Ponder? Gostaki. Tarvarius Jackson. Tarvarius. <laughs> so Gostaki. Yeah. If this show goes much longer, you just want to be on the morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'll just bleed I over. Appreciate, into it. I appreciate you squeezing me, and I know it's no, late. No, you're sorry. a good man. You're a good man. We all we love having you on. You know that. It's always good to be to be on with you guys, talk to you guys, and uh, knock it all around. So let's do it again. I think the Vikings, come on, you're going to have to give in that the Vikings are not terrible this year. Right? Uh, the second half wasn't good yesterday, but, yeah, they won it. They got a w. They're winning those tough games. So. They're 9-0 and in one-score games. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk That's to you next Monday, cool. Pally. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Go Vikes. That is going to do it. See we'll you, talk to you Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs>